Generations to Hunt podcast, where the goal is to learn together and further the culture of hunting. Thanks for listening. Welcome to Generations to Hunt Podcast. This is your host, Joe. This is Matt, and we have a fantastic episode today. What do you think, Joe? I think it's pretty cool. I think it's uh, one of my best episodes for me. Yeah, we've been waiting for this, so like, I would say that, that we had two stories we looked forward to all year. Kansas Trip and then Joe's Bear Hunt out in Wyoming. Yeah, that's uh, it's kind of been a closed or open book for right now, and then finally closed it. You know, that was a, a big burden on my back from going out there last year and kind of skunking out, but... A little bit different this year. Yeah, huh? a lot different yeah. this year, so... <laughs> I mean, we can kind of go... You know, I never really talked too much about last year. I can kind of do, like, a synopsis of that. Um, so, last year... <laughs> right. Yeah, last year. Or, it was actually, like, two years ago. Um, working class bow hunter... Um, they put out an ad or something, you know, Hey, or they just went out there and, uh, they went bear hunting and they put out an ad. They said, Hey, is anybody interested in going out to Wyoming to bear hunt? And I immediately, like I heard that and I, I text Kurt and I said, Hey, I will fucking give you my credit card and all that I'll do it <laughs> right now. And he's like, well, yeah, 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 yeah. I'll put you on the list. So. You know, that's always been my intention to go out west because, like, kind of when I got started into bow hunting, I always wanted to go out west. But it was intimidating because I would always ask people to go. And then, you know, you get the old spiel like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then all of a sudden, when time to come, no one pulled the trigger. So I I signed up for there and we went out there. And, like, it was such an eye-opening experience. Well, last year you went out there with a bow, didn't you? Yeah, I just used a bow. I did pick up a, I, I did grab a gun on the last hunt, but it was just like that spot was already hunted and somebody already shot a bear off of it. It was just like a last ditch. It, it was like a, I'm so gr- grateful for a trade to let me stay. Like a guy usually never does this, but he let me stay an extra day because it was just, he was like, Hey, the chances are small, but you can grab a gun if you want to go sit out there. And I was just like, I was like, all right, whatever. I mean, so I want to say, Last year was the first year that the guide had those, like, they weren't really... Yeah, they weren't established baits, so that was the big thing. So, you know, he just bought that camp. He usually has another camp in Little Grace, and uh, or Big Grace? Yeah. Not, not, I get them confused. I don't know where they're, any of those places no, are at, so we're just going to assume you, Wyoming. No, no, no. Big. I think it's Big Grace. So Big Grace camp. Um, But so I went out there last year. And, you know, like I said, I just, I didn't even see a bear, but it was like life-changing experience, you know, with the horses and then like the lifestyle they live out there, sleeping in tents and stuff like that in the mountains. It was, I, I put a deposit on to come the following year. I was like, dude, I'm coming back. Well, hanging out with the working class guys probably. Yeah, that was really cool too. That was, uh, that was definitely, um, you know, you know, like selfishly, I really just wanted to see them guys too. So that was really cool. And they were super cool people. You know, sometimes you get that, 
You know what I mean? You know, you don't know them, but you kind of know of them. And then you meet yeah. them in person. And you're like, that guy is a douche. You know what I mean? Yeah, he's he, not that cool. Yeah. He's, yeah. Not, he's really cool when I listen to him on the radio. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, you know. In person, he wasn't, but they were. You know, like exact. Tom Cruise in real life. You know what I mean? But, uh. <laughs> <laughs> so they were the exact same. They were the exact same. They're super cool, super down to earth. It was super fun to hang out with them, meet them, and um, and uh, Eric from Working Class too. He was going through the same thing. He was uh, he did IVF, you know, with his wife, and I was just starting the IVF. And I actually found out my wife was pregnant when I was out in Wyoming because we did IVF together, and it we found out it stayed. So that was really cool. So I already booked the hunt for the next year. And then we'll flash forward to coming this year. So, I mean, what do you, what, what, how do you think we should break this down? Like wh- how I prepared for it or like kind of just like. Pretty much how it went. So like, I know, for example, before you went, you were nervous before you ever got there because you decided this year you were going to use a gun. Yeah. Yeah. So I remember you called me, I think two days before you left and you're like, I can't get this gun to get sighted in oh, and yeah. you were struggling. So like, yeah. uh, you're yeah, it's, yeah, yeah, knowing. So this year was the first time, I guess, since I've known you that you've even ventured really into using guns a whole lot. And yeah, uh, it's always been like a hundred yards, you know what I mean? hundred yards, like picking a gun and hundred, it's pretty, whatever on the box was usually like inch and a half high or something at hundred yards. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so Joe can come out and I bet you he could sight in a bow at a hundred yards better than he could probably sight oh, yeah. in a gun yeah. at hundred yeah. yards. Yeah, I've always, you know, you know, I don't want to say I'm a big gun guy, but I do have a lot of guns and I do like guns, but I, I just never really been the, you know what I mean? I, I fuck, I put a scope on there and every time it's been like a hundred yards and. Yeah, you weren't hitting anything. No, no, no. So, <laughs> So like a little backstory on that gun real quick. I bought a an, an, uh, 6.5 PRC, um, nice round. It's like the, the 6.5 Creedmoor on crack a little bit. Awesome round, super flat, super long distance. But I wasn't comfortable. Like 300, 400 would be like really uncomfortable for me. Like 200 was my limit. So I was just sighted in for 200. But uh, So I ordered the gun, and then my dealer that I got sent to, he had- I don't had, know if you should call it your dealer. Okay. Well, he's my FFL dealer. He's a federal. He's a licensed dealer. It's not like I bought it. When you not, say dealer, it just well, sounds he, he's so bad. my guy, dude. He's he's my. It's not like a big gun store and all that. Sound like you're meeting up in some back alley to do this. I'm, hey, I'm going to his house. <laughs> he's a legit guy. He has his FFL, so he's a he's a legit dealer. You know, he's a legit business. So he, I ordered the gun. It comes to his house like a month before I'm supposed to go to Wyoming. And then he has like a family emergency in Arizona and he has to be gone. I'm like, oh, shoot. And then he's like, hey, man, I know you're just like this, but it's already at his house. So I can't transfer. He can't transfer out. He can't give it to me or nothing because it's at his house. And we haven't done the background check. He So he's gone for like three weeks. And then and then I go to Florida. I went to Florida for a week to before Wyoming. That's so stupid. Never planned a trip before a vacation. Or never tra- plan a, a trip before your trip because that's so much stress. Like I got back from Florida and then I had five days to get packed to go for Wyoming and that was just dumb. But uh, so I didn't get the gun until literally four days before I was leaving. And I don't re- re- recommend that to anybody because I, I try to get comfortable with the gun. I always, you know what I mean? 
before taking anybody's life, I think you should be comfortable with the gun. Before but. taking a what? Taking an animal's life. Okay. The, the that? way you just said it is not. Oh, I, I'm just <laughs> trying to. You're killing me with your words today. Yeah, I know. I'm kind of mumbling. I'm just getting over <laughs> this sickness. But uh, so I was at that point. I cited, I so I go, oh, I'm going to cite this gun in for 200. And I've never done that before. And I call Matt and I go, dude, I'm fucking stumped, dude. I'm shooting. I, I can't hit this thing. And I, I I order a bore a bore sight. Yeah, I remember you telling me that. And I'm like, dude, this bore sight not helping me. I still can't hit this target. I already went through twenty rounds, and that's like seventy dollars for cheap <laughs> yeah. ammo. When I, when I, I talked to you, you were like, yeah, I I've gone through almost a whole box, and I still can't even hit the target. And you're like, what the fuck are you doing? I was like, I'm at two hundred yards, and you're like, dude, <laughs> dude, go to like fifty, start if you're hitting high. Then you know you're right around it, and then then push out the when you. It, yeah, I said you need to get your left and right, get get centered left and right, and then, um, be high. And I said because if you're high but your left and right's good, you'll hit the target. And uh, you weren't even. <laughs> that, I didn't even think I was just so stressed out. I was just so dumb. I was like, oh, I just usually start at a hundred and you know just sight it in there, and and then I go, all right. So I go to like fifty shoot and then i finally get my left and right and then high and i take it to 100 and i'm still a little bit high my left and right i just a little bit on you know what i mean because if you're off by a little bit at 50 and 100 it'll double and then that 200 it'll triple or quad so i was just like all right i'm pretty good at 100 and i took it to 200 i took two shots and fucking it was money money <laughs> I was like, holy <laughs> fuck, dude. Like seven shots. Not even seven shots. It was like six shots. I was like, fuck, dude. I just wasted so much money and time. And well, at least you got comfortable with the gun. Yeah, and then I got boresight <laughs> out of it too. I was just like, yeah, I'm shooting the shit out. My neighbors probably think I'm fucking crazy. Because I'm shooting that you big shot a whole box of shells. Yeah. Well, bullets, they're not shells, but bullets <laughs> before you ever got down. Did you shoot when you got there? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yo, so I got there and uh you know to jump out not jump but i shot there and we took some test shots that um it was like 180 yards and the guy was like money money you're good i took two shots he's like you're good so you know before going out there he was like our shots are usually 200 yards he said that's what you know i mean some flux to 250 and then 150 or you know like 150 or whatever so and all that so got the gun the gun's ready so other than that, I would say like some quick things, like most important things I, I, I would say before going out there, a Garmin in reach to keep in touch with my wife. Cause I have no cell service out there. That was a huge thing. Cause I was leaving my kid for the first time and her, she was going to be home for 10 days by herself. So that was huge for me. A Garmin in reach, uh, nice boots, splurge. You know what I mean? Get so these are different than, so for yeah. Michigan people, and I would say 99.9% .9 of the people listening, these are not what the same kind of boots you're going to get here. Mm -hmm. Like here you're buying like boots for warmth, not necessarily hiking, like to, no. to walk around. You're, you're buying muck boots. Um, I have muck boots, so I don't know all the other kinds that I have, but there's, but you're, they're going to be waterproof neoprene boots. Yeah, That's like kind of what you're getting in Michigan. And stuff. But yeah, like a good good boot dude like and i wouldn't recommend like a 200 uh insulate is pretty good maybe a 400 but dude like i was like thinking last year i was like oh i need like high insulation 
but dude when you start walking and all that your feet start sweating like that is so you're getting you're dressing more for comfort as opposed to warmth, warmth. yeah there and this year this is what i did so i got a low insulated grain boot like a 200 boot and i got arctic shield boot covers you know what i mean you yeah, see nothing yep. to go over them so when i get to like a stand and all that i can just put them on there because if you don't have a nice pair of boots man you're gonna get fucking rocked out there dude even with the horses the it'll whoop it'll, if you have bad feet and all that it'll whoop the shit out of you because you're cutting mountains you're cutting hills you're climbing you're doing a lot of hiking i can only imagine trying to do all that in a set of muck boots dude you'd fuck oh. you die <laughs> So. Your feet would just hate you after about two days. On, on this hunt, I went, you know, you could use a frame pack, but I didn't, I have like a heavy, a bigger, you know, like a, a bigger whitetail bag, I would say. Yep. It was like a, it's called Sicko, it's the Sicko cargo box, if you guys want to reference. I mean, I, it's, it, it did the job, you know, it's all, I carry a lot of shit. I always have a lot of shit on me. I'm not a minimalist at all. So that's what I carried. And then. So were you, I guess. Were you getting to the stand and sitting there all day? I guess how was like the hunt compared to say what you're doing here in Michigan? Well, archery, it was it was like that. It was like okay, like like the year before, like we would get up, you know, you go set baits in the morning and all that, come back to camp and then you eat and all that, and then you grab whatever you're gonna need. But you get out at four o'clock and you sit in the stand till about dark well tell dark and then you then you walk back okay but i never i, I gun hunted the one time but that was just by myself because the guides already went home and it was just an extra day and and i really didn't know she's <coughs> 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 gonna make it over there <laughs> so i mean with the gun, were you more you were spot and stalking? I guess more or no? No, oh, wait, wait, wait. From last year or this year? This year. Oh no, no, no. This year. So, I mean, I don't want to jump too far ahead on that, but you know, I'll still have to go through the. Let me go through the gear stuff, and then we'll head on the, when we head out there. So, um, what else? I used all my whitetail stuff. I had some stuff left over, but my mineral or mineral, a merino roll. I used all my marine oil stuff and I used all my whitetail stuff. So I didn't even buy any out, you know, any camo from the previous year and all that. I used all my whitetail stuff. So that that's all good. And you know what I mean? Just light layers, marina wool, just buy marina wool. And then just, you know what I mean? I wore like. Was it cold? I, I guess. I don't know. I, I mean, when I got out there, there was like, you know, it was probably like 40 degrees when I got out there and it was snowing. But we went through every fucking season went out there. It was like cold, rainy. Then nice 70 degree days, then drop down to every night would drop down to like 30, 40s. So, every so you guys were cuddling up in those tents. Yeah, we were fired. Yeah, so they were not. Uh, so I only know this because I just seen you share what Working Class Bow Hunter put out, but they're not staying in like a hotel. No, they, it's not a lodge. This, this is a camp with tents. Now, tents. The tents have like heaters or yeah, like just wood a little wood, over them. This is a little wood burden strong. And then a cot. You have they provide a cot, and then you bring you have to bring your own sleeping bag and all that. So I would recommend, you know, when if anybody didn't know this, and I didn't know this, if a sleeping bag says twenty degrees sleeping bag, when it says twenty degrees, it means you'll survive, but you're not going to be comfortable. <laughs> <laughs> it means you'll survive, but you're not going to be comfortable. So when you see like the negative twenties, 
that should be good for about like lower than 20s you'll be comfortable i would go i would go okay if it's going to be 20 degrees average you want like double what it is so like a negative 20 you know what i mean or a zero degree i guess because that shit would like i got i got a zero degree bag and that works pretty good wait no i got a negative 20 degree bag i i did go the extra and get the negative 20 and that works perfect for out there and that was getting down to like 20 some night 30s I couldn't imagine if it was like actually there, I'd be fucking dead. And that's with a wood stove too. Yeah. yeah that was a wood stove, like counteract the wood stove would run out their night, but that's just a fun fact if you didn't know about sleeping bags. But uh other than that, that was like, you know, the big gear stuff, you know. What I mean, I brought some knives and all the other little stuff. I mean, it wasn't too different from Whitehill. You don't have to really you know, what I mean, you don't have a lot. I didn't need trekking bowls. I mean I could have, but you don't this is going to be a real dumb question but they don't like you're not bringing calls or scents or stuff like that not i mean like i brought a scent eliminator like like cover scent and all that and stuff like that because if i i did bring my bow out there just in case i don't know if they were getting a bear on camera and they didn't have a gun spot and i had a bow i was gonna take that chance you know what i mean but uh i had all intentions of just using my guns but i brought my bow just in case but i brought like my scent um scent control um now i'm thinking of my what's my ozone i'm trying um the scent crusher yeah scent crusher there there you go um i brought my scent crusher and all that but i use that f- i usually use that because dude after like two or three days in the mountain you fucking start to steam oh i can imagine yeah, yeah. so you just start throwing your clothes in there just because you're just cruising there so but you know a big thing this year too was uh on the budget was gas because i was going out there by myself yeah, and gas was fucking outrageous. Three it, times as much as it, it was. was last it was eleven hundred dollars for me to get out there and back. <laughs> Jesus, Are you ever driving a diesel or is it just unleaded? Just unleaded truck. Okay, just eleven hundred dollars. <laughs> it was nuts. That was a huge dude. Last year I shared it with somebody too. We paid like two hundred and fifty bucks each. It was like five hundred bucks. Yeah, I think when I went to Kansas, it was with Mike. I think it was around five hundred a piece. It might have been less than that. Probably was less than that. Oh well, but we went from North Carolina to Kansas. Oh, okay. So yeah. But yeah, dude, that was a huge thing on there too. That was like my budget was like fuck, dude. I was working so much time to get it. So but all right, so we flash it's twenty four hours to drive out there. So I left one twenty four hours to get there? To the base of the mountain. And then it takes two hours to get in to the from through the mountain. You drove that all by yourself? I, I So I drove, I left Friday night, you know, talked to my wife, had dinner with her, left. I got to like past Illinois. I said, I'll never sleep in Illinois. So I left through in Illinois, got it right How in. How do you not like Illinois? Dude, because they're so so gay about their guns and all that, you know, like handguns and concealed carry. So you can't have your concealed carry if you're non-resident because they don't recognize Michigan's concealed carry. Okay. So I just fucking don't want to sleep there too. And fucking Chicago and shit. I don't want to sleep there. So I, I, it's always my goal when I leave is to make it Iowa. Make it Iowa, sleep, and then I drive to that night. I drive all the way to, like, I sleep for like four or five hours, and I sleep to, fuck, what's that place called now? Oh, shit. I meet up with Dustin and uh, Mike Topper, and um, them guys are, Dustin and I went out there. I didn't go out with them last year. I met him last year at Bear Camp, so really cool guy. Um and then we stayed in town, and not Casper. What the fuck is that called now? 
I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. We stayed in a place. We stayed in a hotel, took a nice hot shower, and then we drove like three hours to, to the base of the mountain, met up with our guide. Then we drive into camp, and like I said, it's two hours from the base of the mountain, from Alpine. And the road's shit, dude. It's so bumpy. And it's it's like a fucking, what do you think a mountain road would be? <laughs> Just so fucking, dude. So, so we get there. And, you know, do all the sighting, getting all that. So we set up, you know, there was like a couple people before, I think three or four hunters before us and only one killed when we got there. So bears weren't hitting, you know, weather was kind of rough coming in. So what was your optimism when you entered camp? Oh, man, I just, it's low. It's low because... I, I know going out you there entered camp with low optimism. No, I mean I I was like excited to be out there. Like I love Wyoming, dude. It's my favorite place ever. Like if I if I if you put a gun to my head and they say whitetail or go out to Wyoming one week a year, I would say one week a year. I would give up whitetails right now. <laughs> no chance. Yeah, one hundred. No chance. I would do that. <laughs> like, bam. All right, so that I mean, it was high. You know, I mean, I'm excited to get out there. I'm like fucking pumped and all that, you know. But my, you know, to get a bear was like, it's it's hard out there, man. The fucking weather changes so quick. They're just, you know, it's such a crazy terrain. If I really wanted to get a bear every year, I go bear hunting. I would go to Canada, and I would recommend that to anybody. If you want to go out there for, if you want to kill a bear, go to Canada. They're rich environment, really easy, really laid back, really good. No guarantees, but you have a way better percentage on that. If you want an adventure, go to Wyoming, go to Montana, and all that. Go to Idaho. It's such, it's, oh man, it's so like hard to like explain it out there to like somebody that's never been out there. Cause I wasn't like really sure about it too, but man, it's just, it's so, so awesome. But, you know, I was, I was still like, I hope I get a bear. You know what I mean? That's what, you know. You had had a hard time explaining to your wife that you were out there twice and didn't get a bear. Yeah, that would be, that's a <laughs> huge thing too. Cause I was like, you know, if I go out there and don't get a bear, you know, all this money, all this time I took off work, leaving my kid for a while and leave my wife, you know, she would definitely get discouraged if I didn't, you know, I mean, at least come up with something. So, you know, the whole thing, like I wasn't no excuse. Like I was a work my ass off. So, um, so, you know, we meet the guides and all that. And then the morning we go out there and we kind of, the weather wasn't good and all that. So nothing really goes on the first couple of days. And, and then, uh, so then we just basically get, I mean, how, how far do you want me to go deep in this? Like how we like what we do in camp or, you know, like, Joe, this is your podcast. Yeah. Why are you asking me? So, I mean, so I guess I don't know what people <clears throat> want to hear because, like, I mean, is there anything you want to know at this just camp standard? Like, there's no toilet. Oh, they made a toilet out there. There's there's an outhouse. Don't you now. just shovel your shit into a hole? Yeah, you have to dig your own shit. I mean, I don't I know would what say most people would assume that, like, th this is not so. This is so for people that have whitetail hunted, <laughs> used a guide. Okay, so you, and this is just my assumptions as I've never done it. This will be my first year doing it. You show up. There's a nice lodge. Right. You know, you get a nice warm bed. You wake up in the morning. The guide takes you to your tree stand. You sit there. You shoot a deer. You call him. He comes and gets it, right? 
So this is not that. Like this is not you're I, I'm fully how I imagine it is you <clears throat> get up to the mountain and you have a large canvas tent just on the side of a mountain. Well, we're not really on set. We're in the valley. So we're in the valley. So like then we're not I just imagine that you wake up, your guide takes you to where he has a baited site and you kind of sit over it for a little while. And then if you don't see anything, you kind of try to move to another spot. Um, no. And then if you do shoot a bear, I would assume that your guide kind of takes care of all that and brings it back. And then yeah, we, we help them though. I mean, so like they have like a canvas cook area with a, like a trailer hooked on that, that might cook your food. And the food was fucking awesome out there. They had a, this one guy named Derek and then Jen. Derek was like a fucking chef. Like he's legitimate a chef. He went to school and all that. Like best food, fucking dude. It's better food than some restaurants around here. And this guy's doing it out of a fucking back of a trailer. But I mean, the food was awesome. You know, you know, there's no pot. I mean, they have a generator and all that. But like, you, there's like five canvas tents and a couple trailers and all that. And then there's the horse pen. You got all the horse pen. So in the morning, this is what we be, let's say we just wake up, you know, we usually get breakfast and then the guides already have the horses all settled up or saddled, saddled up. So we get in the saddles and we go check baits. We actually never really hunt in the morning. So what is the reason behind not hunting in the morning? There's, there is if they hit in the morning, um, they, they did hunt a couple times. If the bear's hitting early, that will go out there. But typically, they usually either hit it at night or they're trying to hit it before dark time. So usually, typically, in the morning, we hit all the baits to freshen them up. And if a bear's going to come in, because this is what drives the bears to hit the bait. So they hit the bait. If they hit it at night and all that, they won't come out in the morning because the bait's already hit. So... When you refill it in the morning, it drives other bears to go, well, I got there at like whatever. They don't have a clock, but they said I got there almost at dusk and it was already gone. So it drives that bear to go, oh, I'm going to go there earlier and hit that bait earlier so I can get it before that other bear. So they're competing with each other. So <clears throat> bears are primarily nocturnal? I, I, I wouldn't. <sighs> like, did you see bears in the middle of the day just kind of? So I don't know anything about bears. Like, do they go and just lay down like a deer, or do they just kind of move around all day, but just go to certain areas? I think depending they would. On just, the... I think they sleep more. I think they're more. You know, they kind of do it more in the afternoon and all that. But it just depends. I mean, like we had bears like coming at at night at the almost daylight. Dustin went and tried hunting one. It was like at like the seven thirty. But you saw most of them all over like. Uh, is that most of the hunting, I would say like 85% of all of them are like in the last 30 minutes of light before dark. So you guys like middle of the day, you're not... We're checking cameras and all that too to, to pattern them. Try to pattern But you're them. not going out like with like whitetail where you're going to sit all day and wait on a bear. Like you'd be bored out of your mind. Yeah, it would be too much. There's a couple of times that andy did that last year and he like sat for like almost 10 hours and i was i couldn't even like on his ass like he wasn't in a stand he was like on his the ground and he it just be rough and it's like it's not really is the terrain i have a lot of questions yeah is the don't. terrain set up for spot and stalk like if you get to the top of a mountain mm -hmm. can you see a good distance? so we tried that last year 
you could it's not i think montana you would have a lot easier chance of doing that i i would think you spot and stock it's harder in wyoming to do that because the it's where we're at it is really there's a lot of woods a lot of forest or whatever you want to call it. it's it's a lot of there's no big valleys where you know meadows and all that i mean you lose them so quick so like even if you spotted them from say 800 yards you wouldn't you couldn't get on top of them there's no way with the train you're in you couldn't get on top of them it's so rigid it's so steep it's, it's and a ton of trees to lose them and stuff lose them and then you couldn't cut them off because you there's no way you could even with horses, there's no way you could cut them off. But, and they're so unpredictable, you know, left, right. And they go, it's not like patches, like some, like Colorado has big patches in the mountains. Yeah. This is, this is like all forest covered almost, you know what I mean? It's, it's there's some slee fields or slur, whatever, you know what I'm talking about, rocks. Or, yeah, yeah. There's some, but it's not. So your first day you get there. You sight your guns in, get everything, get kind of camped. I mean, they have it all set up, but you get yeah. all your stuff kind of taken care of. Yeah, you put it hunt in. the first night. No, no, no. We get there Sunday, and then it usually, usually it takes like a while to acclimate because you're higher elevation, dude. I couldn't imagine. Like day one, dude, you're hurting, dude, just because, you know, we're at like 600, 600 fucking feet above sea level right now. You know, when you get out there, you're at fucking 7,000. So, dude... <laughs> Anything, just fucking walk into your truck to the tent. You're fucking wheezing, dude. Okay. Because the elevation. <clears throat> so your first day of hunting, you wake up. Well, I mean, I guess kind of go through what so, you did there. So we wake up and then we get all the, you know, like I said, we get, you know, eat breakfast. We go there and we go to this one spot and we know that it was kind of getting hit. And then we go and we kind of see we see bear tracks and we kind of go, okay, this is where this bear is kind of cutting this wind. And then we check the cameras and we see them and we're like, okay, this is where we're going to get where we might have to be and all that. And then the weather doesn't cooperate. Then we just pull out and all that. So then the following days, you know, we do the same thing. We know where this bear is kind of cut in this Valley where this bait site is. So we got to put our, ourselves in the bait basically so is this the same bear right could you tell the difference between bear one and say bear two or yeah by color phases because they're color phases out there you can kind of tell by size and all that so there was a bigger bear that you know there was a bigger bear that was hitting that bait but he was like cutting like dude so we like when we sat we found our spot we put ourselves in between where this bear was cutting the wind and the bait site so we knew we had a chance of blowing him out, but he maybe wouldn't have seen us because there's no way, because it was so thick. It was so thick. We were only 95 yards away when, when we set up on that bear. bear. So um, we were, it was so thick. Then I couldn't even believe we were that close. You know what I mean? Because how thick it was. So we kind of know the pattern of this bear and then we kind of just go up. I mean, we get all our stuff. We went to the bait site. We freshen the bait, get the horses. We leave the horses at, oh, shit. We leave them. We said we were, we don't want the horses because we're going to be too loud, so we're going to walk in. 
That was fucking rough, dude. I can tell. Holy shit. Dude. This is the second day of your hunt. Day one didn't go well. No. Day two, you have an idea where the bear is at, so your plan is to set in between where that bear is coming in and catching the scent of that bait. Yep. 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 So, or just cut, cutting the wind and seeing, because, you know, we're coming in there with horses and all that, so just trying to scope out the area. They know they know we're, we're baiting it. They know humans are baiting it. But, you know, we baited a site last year at, like, I don't know the exact time, let's just say 4 o'clock. And there was a bear on it at 4.08 after we left. You know he was watching us the whole time. Yeah. So so we knew we were going to, we didn't want to bring in the noise. We didn't even bring our lunches or whatever because we know we're going to be sitting a while. We're like, dude, we don't want no noise. So we set up, and I'm with uh, Braden, my guide. So we walk in there, and it's, a, it, you know, on the horses, it's like a 25-minute ride in there. When you're on your feet, you forget that you go, holy shit, these horses are amazing. Now, that was like an hour walk in there, and you're sweating balls. Then you're sitting down, and then it's getting cold. That really sucks. So so we sit down. We settle in there. So we're, we're on some deadfall. We're on the ground. We're 95 yards, so we have deadfall in front of us, and we're just watching. And we're, we know we have to be watch our left because that's where that big bear has been cutting the tracks, and then we're watching the bait. So we're at the point where we're going to get, um, get, you know, we're setting in there, Braden's, you know, um, doing stuff that, you know, you know, you go through, it's so early still, it's like six o'clock or something. And, you know, you just start kind of, you know, we don't have service. So you're just like going through old photos or something. You're trying to pass the time. Yeah, just yeah. pass the time. <laughs> so my recommendation that I learned this time in Ohio is download things that, on your phone that don't require self-service. Yeah, for sure. Like like Euchre or something. Yeah, something. like little games like here or there. Like I know a lot of people say, oh, you don't need to have your phone. But I'm telling you right now, when you're sitting in a stand for 8, 10 hours and you're not seeing a thing like you have to have something to pass the time because otherwise you're gonna be like this is dumb i want to i want to leave and, and in all the trail cameras we had trail cam history on that base site like they were hitting like 9 nine thirty. you know what i mean so dude we had like three or four hours of kill so we were like you know just you know hanging out when it starts to drop temperature dropped 20 degrees since we stopped and i did you guys cuddle up uh we were pretty far from each other we were probably like 10 feet away from each other but you should have asked him to cuddle. No, he's a young kid. He was 18, so. Well, I mean. That's a catch charge. <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh, Jesus. No. <laughs> it, it's getting cold, so we're, you know, bundling up. And we're like, oh, yeah. But we're trying to be super still because we know that bear has been cutting this track. Right. And we're in between. So, I guess, are you more nervous about the bear smelling you or hearing you? Uh... Not, I, I would say hearing us or just dude they fuck dude they sneak they're they're like ultimate sneak masters dude they'll just they're like that one that we it, it's just there it's like what how the, did where two, did it come from yeah like a 200 pound bear how where did that come from they're so good you don't even know they're there you know what i mean so uh so brayden's like hey i think i hear something and then we're kind of here to, and then like fucking like 20 minutes passing. We're like, all right, nothing. And then we're, it's still pretty day out. So all of a sudden I'm fucking, 
so my feet are getting numb because I'm kind of like kneeled up. So I lean back on a tree and untuck my feet, you know what I mean, to get them. Yeah, so you can feel your feet again. Correct. And then he goes, bear. I go, no. <laughs> You're fucking lying. He goes, bear. And then I go, holy shit. He goes, don't move. I go, fuck, dude. So I haven't even seen the bear. And he's looking at the bear. So he's like telling me, we're like, where do I end this deadpool? He's like, get your gun. And like my gun's on a bipod or a mono stick, just like kneeled up, like on my lap. But like the gun's kneeled up. He's like, get up slow, slow. And I was just like, all right. So I get up slow, getting all the gun in position, trying to get my body in position. But you know, it takes like, it probably take, it felt like an hour, but it probably takes me like 30 seconds to like get yeah. up and get all that. Then I'm looking at him and he's like, he's like, it's not a huge bear, but it's a good bear. I was like, okay. <laughs> and then he's like, I was like, I'm going to shoot it. He's like, or he's like, look at it. And I look at it. I'm, uh, and I click my safety. He's like, you're going to shoot it. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then the bear decks down, goes to like right field. Uh, I'll go, what? It doesn't like run. It just goes off. I'm like, oh, what the fuck? He's like, all right, just stay super still. He's going to come. He's going to come back. So I was like, all right, dude. So, and then all of a sudden, like three minutes comes by, he comes back to the bait site, goes right to the barrel. And then his spine is completely to me. Couldn't get a shot. Like couldn't get a clean. I mean, maybe, I don't know. I don't know if you take a spine shot, but I couldn't tell with the anatomy you know how the bear was like over the barrel. I couldn't tell what was what. You know what I mean? Yeah. It was it was weird. It was weird. Like I couldn't tell what it was. It looked like. like a big ball of fur, kind of. Well, like I could see where his head was, but like I don't know. You know, I don't know where his heart. So I'm not taking that shot. And then he leaves. I'm like, oh my god! I just blew this. I just fucking blew this, dude. And like eight or five minutes goes by, nothing, no sound, no nothing. This is your first bear that you've seen since you've been like you. This is yeah. the closest you've come. To shoot this is the closest I come. I drew my weapon on a bear, so that that's considered a shot opportunity. That's and and you know what I mean. So I'm breaking I'm breaking it down in my head. I'm like, dude, I just drove fucking all this way, and I just blew my only shot. This is fucking dumb. I just fucked up because I. You're ready to go home, dude. I was. So, <laughs> You're just. I angry. already defeated, dude. I already yeah. psyched myself out. So I was all bum, and all that. So ten minutes goes by, nothing. I'm like, dude. I finally goes back to the on alert. You know what I mean? Like, all right. Well, maybe he'll come back. And then, all of a sudden, I see something to like forty yards to the right of the bait. I see a, something and then it goes up a tree. It's the fucking bear going to, he was in the tree. There was a tree stand there. He went up to that tree stand, smelt that tree stand and came back down. I go, what the fuck? And I was like, there's that bear. He's like, oh, it's going to come back in. Just So I get all ready and set up. That fucker comes right to the barrel and he goes, take a shot. Went boom. <laughs> I, so I, I, I wasn't, I wasn't playing, dude, and uh, I was already ready. I was set on that, and I, I you know, I used my good old deer anatomy. It, it was kind of quartering away from me, so I, I didn't want to go. You know, they say take the shoulders out. So I said, I'm going to tuck it in the armpit right here, but I'll hit outside shoulders. So I went kind of not far back on the, his. You're, you're aiming for the exit. Is what yeah, you're I'm aiming for the exit. So, yeah, perfect. That's 
that's why I was like, because if you aim too far forward, you're not going to hit nothing on the outs. So fucking, and the bear kind of drops and then kind of does like a spin and then runs. And I th- we think it goes down this in the saddle and then it boogies out. And well, let me tell you this little quick story. I put a FTS uh, scope on there and it died, unfortunately. You know what I'm talking about? It's like mm, one of the tactical like cam. A, like a light in it? No, it's a tactical cam. So it... Everything you can see through. Oh yeah, this thing. is it's like yeah. So you're trying to record it. Yeah, I remember you told me about. Yeah, this. so I forgot about it till now. I must have bumped on my horse and record it and killed the battery. Well, well, when I sighted in my gun, you know what I mean. You leave that clearance for your eye. Well, when you put the FTS on there, I didn't know this. I bought it after I sighted it in there. It adds like an inch and a half. <laughs> well, that inch and a half fucking rocked my fucking world <laughs> when I shot that gun. It put me back in 1991 when I was born. And then I remember ref that he's like, I was like, re-rack around. You might, you know what I mean? To get another shot. And I get that. And I'm like, oh my God. And I look over at Braden and I kind of like that sinkingness. So like it didn't drop. Yeah. I I may miss because it was only at 95 yards. So I never, so I was like, I kind of looked at him and I was just like, dude, did I, I was like, did you, and he didn't have a good shot because he was trying to, he was looking at me to tell, hey, take your time. Yeah. And then, or take a shot when I want, and then he wasn't looking at it because I shot right there and then. So it runs away. And then we go, and then all of a sudden we hear a death bone, three death bones from that bear. So what's that like? It, it's crazy. It's weird. Like I can't make the noise. Okay, but I'm just saying. Like, is I feel like that's a little eerie. Like. It's really, dude, because we're like, wait, what was that? And then we heard it again. It was just like, I can't. I'm gonna sound like a like fucking bear, just fucking gargling fucking salt. It's like, what the fuck? And then it sounded far. It sounded really far. Like, oh shit, that was a death mode. So we're like, holy shit! We kind of, we kind of celebrate a little bit, like kind of go up, to like yes, yes, you, you fucking hit him. You, Are you bleeding at this point? No, I, I never, <laughs> I never draw blood. It was like really red, but did he start laughing at you? No, he didn't know until like after. <laughs> <coughs> I probably would have. Uh, I didn't know you did that until just now either. Oh yeah, did I didn't. T- I don't tell a lot of people that scope myself. So, um. What was I about? To, uh, so we kind of like celebrate, but like you had that second thought, like and then the death mode kind of confirmed that I hit it. Then you kind of go, okay, is he just warning other bears that something just happened? So at this point, it's kind of where bear hunting can get very nerve wracking, right? Because you hear a lot of stories of a wounded bear, like you shooting a wounded or shooting a bear and then you tracking it and then it like uh, attacking you while you're tracking it. So I would be very nervous at this point as far as, okay, we're going to run in, you know, and we're going to, we're going to try to track this bear real quick. Uh, so I don't know how long I would have waited. I don't know. I would have waited a very long amount of time before I went down there, even after hearing the, uh, death moans to say, Hey, let's go get this bear. Like I would have been more nervous than actually shooting it, I think. Like, how long did you guys wait before you went down there to go check? So, and this is why, like, so I didn't even think of this. And then uh, my guide was like, okay, let's just like, hang out for a second. So we kind of were talking. 
He's like, where do you think I shot it? He was trying to break it down to me. I was like, dude, inside shoulder, outside, uh, outside shoulder. Yeah, inside sh- armpit, outside shoulder. So he was like, tackle me. He's like, you think you did a good shot? I was like, I think so, dude. I think I did. And he goes, okay. So we cut back. We actually went back the way we came into like the woods, like 200 yards. And we went back. <laughs> Sorry. Joe's having a rough day. Yeah. So we went back to the horse trail. And, what uh, time of day, I guess, is it? Oh, dude, it's still like 7.30, dude. So he came in early. Oh, he came in super. That's why we weren't ready. And um, so we went back to the horse trail. Then we went to the horse trail to the bait site to check on it. But we went slow. And that's so we didn't stink up the woods and all that, all that stuff. So we're sneaking into the bait, basically. And then we uh, get to the, we almost get to the bait barrel. And he looks over at me and he goes, bro. And I go, what? Like, I like dead. Like, he, I, you know what I mean? You like get you're that. just, you're, cause your optimism, you didn't see it fall. You did hear the death moan, but I mean, this is the first barrel you've ever yeah, taken so, a shot at. And so I would imagine, yeah, you were, Real uneasy, and when your guy just says, bro, like, yeah. you're probably like, oh, shit. What well, there's, a, there's two things that this, like, you're, I'm, like, I don't have, fu- I have a fucking a rifle. I ain't gonna fucking pull up and snipe this <laughs> bitch if he's charging <laughs> us. So, he goes, bro, and then I lo- he looks at me, and then he fucking, co- he's like, it's fucking right there. I go, no way. And I take two steps to him, and I, I can see the bear on the ground. So your bear didn't go hardly anywhere. Didn't go 10 yards. He went and we thought he went down the saddle and ran off. He went down the set and there's like a, a deadfall right there and he died right there. Nice. 10 yards. Yeah. Cause in, in, so- in, inside, inside shoulder, inside, or yeah, inside shoulder or armpit, outside shoulder, fucking didn't go 10 yards. He fucking died right there, dude. So what was the process like once you shot the bear? Like, what did you guys do then? This is probably where I imagine hor- Did you gut it and drag it out or did you Mm-mm. quarter it all out? So we technically. Okay, so um, the kid was young, and uh, and he was honest to me. It was his first bear, and it was my first bear. And um, I he looks at me, he goes, "Hey, I never, I never skinned a bear out, and I never seen one get skinned out. Can we wait? Do you want to wait till tomorrow, or you want to do it today?" I said, "Hey, let's take some pictures." Let's get all this. Let's set it up. Make sure all this. And I would prefer. I didn't trust myself because I didn't know how. And he wasn't comfortable. I can tell to do it by himself. To you know, it's my. It's not. I don't want to call it a trophy, but you know what I mean. It's you know. Yeah. He 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 was honest with me. He was like, "Hey, so we took pictures with it and all that, and we we're high fiving. You know, I mean, we're all fucking." Dude, it was like seven o'clock in <laughs> all this. So we, uh, we, you know, we got it all set up and so nothing can eat it or whatever. Did you have to like hang it up into a tree? We put it up and then we put a bunch of shit on it and all that. So, oh, okay. you know what I mean? Yeah. So, cause bears will eat other bears. Yeah. It's crazy. So, um, and, uh. I guess I can tell that right now. Another guy hunted that bait site because we skinned we skinned it out like the following day. But we skinned it out and we left the bait. They said leave the bait right there. Another guy hunted that bow hunter because that wasn't the biggest bear there. Right. 
Um, and that ba- my bear was eaten like three days later. It was like huh. completely gone. <laughs> it, so, but uh, so he was honest with me, and we left. You know what I mean? We went back to camp, and we were all fucking pumped. Everybody is super awesome. Contract, you know what I mean? Like everybody was happy. It was awesome, dude. It was cloud nine, dude. But yeah, he was he was super honest about it, and you know and. Trey was kind of apologizing for me. He's like, "Man, I'm sorry." I'm like, "Dude, hey, man, he was honest with me. I, that you know, he could have yeah. butch- he could have butchered that fucking hide for me." Right? Yeah, I would have been more know. upset and about he, that. And I hadn't know anything. So, and and you know, I was super thankful for you know. I mean, young kid, 18 years old, fucking killing it, dude. So, um, that was super. You know, it was like cloud nine, and then we got up in the morning we're, when we were going to go set baits we actually were to go to my bear get my bait and then we we're going to go set baits for other people because the work doesn't stop there other people need to get bears so we're we're still you know and i'm helping the whole time i'm helping set baits i'm cutting trails in for these guys and help so what did you do with your bear the next one you guys skinned it and quartered it out and then left like the yeah we you know we didn't take a lot because it's um you know what i mean since it was so early and i didn't have a lot of ice and all that you know, we cooked some of it up and all that, but like, I didn't take, like, I didn't fully take all the height and all that. I tried to take all the meat I could out of there, and then we took some big quarters out of there. So we hide it, we, we skinned it out, and then we left, like, you know, I took all, like, the good meat and all that. I didn't get, like, the neck and all that shit. Cause, yeah. Because we took the head and all that off, you know, for the deer. And then, so I know somebody else in camp gets a bear, but. You kind of told me an interesting story about, so it's not as simple as shooting a bear and then like a deer. Like when I shot a deer in Michigan or even when I shot one in Ohio or Kansas, I don't have to go check it in. Oh, yeah. You guys have to go check your bear in, right? So it's kind of an unfortunate situation, but uh, I guess we'll go into this real quick. After that site, Mike Topper came with me. Um, he just, Mike Topper came with me. He was another uh, hunter and then... Uh, he went out there to see the bear. He's like, I'm seeing a bear because I came all this way. I want to see a bear. So we went out there, helped us get it out and all that, do all that. Then we went to his bait site and it was, oh, and we set that bait up for him and he was going to gun hunt that, that day. And then he shot a fucking mega bear, dude. Thing is a giant. And that thing, it'll have a 20, it'll be Boone and Crockett. I, I'd be surprised if that's not a Boone and Crockett bear. I'd be really shocked shocked but uh he actually just released a episode about his on a boon or on working class bow hunter so if you want to check out his bear go check that out so um so we shot and then you have 48 hours to turn it into jackson he shot the following day he, he, yeah he shot the following day after i shot mine we shot he shot it that after we skinned that bear he shot it that night or whatever and his was early too so it was like seven eight o'clock so they were yeah, the video you showed me, his is like, dude, it's plain as day. Like, yeah, they had time to skin it out and all that. He was with a, a different guy, Eric and um, a red, and, and they had it all that skinned out and all that before it was dark. They got back to the truck. So that was super cool. Um, So you have 48 hours to check your bear in. So we said, hey, we got to go into town because you have to go all the way to town to meet up with the conservation officer. <coughs> And um, and then we went into town, and the conservation officer or game warden or whatever you want to call him, um, he was out of town. 
So we had to drive all the way to Jackson. That really sucked because that was like our drive, our drive back, and then, you know, two hours out of the mountain, two hours into the mountain. So it was like six-hour ordeal. So, so you have to, yeah, you have to go get your bear checked, and then the biologist takes a back tooth to age it. So they'll eventually, like, after the season, I guess they'll release, they'll age your tooth to tell, tell me how old my bear was on the website. They'll email it to you. So, but you have to check it in. So what all do you have to take up there? Like you, clearly... you, have to t- you have to take the hide, and it has to have all the reproductive organs basically attached. So genitalia or cha-chas or whatever on a yeah. female. On, oh, my bear was... If, if I could describe my bear, it's a cinnamon with a little bit of blonde underneath it. Yeah, it's very... And it, it was like, a sow. Yeah. It, was, it was a sow. It wasn't a, a boar. A, a sow is a female, and a boar is a male. And um, so that's why you have to... You have to ta- and then the skull intact, too. Okay. And then what happens when you get up to Jackson? About the... About the... Ta- uh, Are your newspaper guy? <laughs> Yeah, like didn't didn't the DNR guy like uh like kind of start to accuse you guys of like shooting? No, 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 no. So, so real quick, uh, so we're in the back of Topper's truck. Two bears are down in there, and don't get me wrong, our bears do look like a grizzly bear. Color. Well, the video I have of Topper's bears, Topper's bear is very large. Yeah, his, but it, it it's not dark black, but yeah. it's it's dark. It's chocolate. I don't know. Yeah, it, it's. I would say it's definitely more of a brown. Yeah, but color. when you see his fucking skull, how big it is, you're like, holy shit! And then mine, oh, mine has the color of a grizzly. The, yeah, then yours is definitely so. Because I think I asked you if yours was a brown bear when I. Yeah, 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 yeah. I got a lot of people asking that. No, they're all black bear species, but mine are just color phrase. But uh, a guy comes up and goes, "What happened to these bears?" <laughs> and Topper just goes. He goes, they were they were shot. <laughs> and then the guy goes, Oh my god. And then he kinda of walks away and we're like, you know, fuck him. Whatever. I don't know who the fuck that was. <laughs> yeah. We're with the biologist. We don't give a fuck. And then that guy comes back like ten or five, ten minutes later, you know, we're still out there, and that guy goes, Hey man, if somebody's shooting these grizzly bears and just leaving them here, I, somebody should know about this and all this. I work for the newspaper. Here, take my car. And we're like the biologist looks at him and goes, Dude, they're fucking deer hunters. They shot these deer legally. <laughs> they're bear hunters, not deer hunters. Oh, so, shit. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. they're, they're bear hunters. They shot these deer. He goes, oh, man, I'm from Tennessee. I don't know that. I've been out here for like 10 years. I don't know. What, <laughs> I didn't know there 10 was a, years. I, I didn't even know there was a bear season or something. I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> it's not like you've been out there for a couple of weeks. You've been out there for a decade. I know. And then he's like, I didn't even know there was a bear season or something like that. And then he, they, and then like, we're basically me. You know, I'll say it. I was like, the them people are ruining fucking Jackson, dude. Jackson from a year ago when I went out there, and then till now looks completely weird. Different. So what did Toffer say when the dude walked away? Was he like, "What the fuck, dude"? He was just like, uh, "Fucking," I don't know. <laughs> Topper's a good old fucking. He's a he's um um from PA. He's a good old boy, dude. He's real good. He's he's good people. I, he's a really good friend now. So, so if you do, oh, there goes my dog. My wife just got home, but yeah, that was just like, dude. There's people, and when you go through Jackson, 
So at like crosswalks, there's like these little, it's hard to explain like these little, you know, little orange backup flags. Yeah. They're, they're on the street posts. So you grab them and when you're walking across the street, you wave them so people don't hit you. I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> it's a fucking crosswalk, dude. Why do you need a fucking flag? I'm like, oh my God. It's just like. Have a lot of people been hit? I, I don't know, man. I don't think so. It's dude. It's so it's so weird for Wyoming to be like going. Like, Super I don't want liberal. I didn't want. I don't want to say that. I don't want to get political and all that. But it's just like, it's like weird. It's like, dude. Just you think of Wyoming tough. You know, rugged people. You know, what I mean, live off. You know, not live off the land, but you know, what I mean, just tough people, tough individual. And then you get out there and these I'm fucking. You know, I like a Starbucks mocha frappe and all this <laughs> stuff. I'm like, what the fuck? You're like, whatever, dude. I mean, if you you can drink whatever you want. I'm just saying. It's just weird. But it's 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 sad too because like a lot of the locals or whatever are saying like all these rich people are moving in from California and just like they're coming in and buying these family farms that are like fifty years old and they come in there and they offer them like five million dollars for it and they're like, dude, that's triple what the worth, but dude, like that will set my family up for the rest of my life. If someone offered me five million for my property, I'd be like, Oh, okay, and just go buy another one. It's like you ever heard the Yellowstone, you know, the yeah. show Yellowstone? It's just like that, dude. It's like that's what happening. Like political or like fucking real estate overlord. Like they're just buying up everything. But uh So once you get your bear, you get him checked in, you take him back to camp. So you're supposed to have another, what, seven days in camp? No, no, because you have to think, I, I, it's, it's a five day hunt. And then, um, it's a five day hunt. And then you have the weekend and stuff. And then it's two days of drive, you know what I mean? So, but yeah, like I got the bear, I got my bear. And then the next day I'm out there setting baits with the guys in the morning you know, even, you know, I got my bear and then, uh, you know, I go out with Trey and Brandon and I'm cutting in horse trails for them guys. I'm fucking working, dude. It's fucking hard shit. It was not, you don't have to do that out there. I want to do it because I went out there to, you know, I, I, I paid to have the experience. I want to know what these guys do. And it's not, it's going to make me a better person. And if they, you know, they share a little bit about the, you know, I'm not going to steal their fucking land or whatever, you know what I mean? They're. But if they tell me a little bit of info about the West, because they, you know, they live out there. They tell yeah. me a little about about mill deer, a little bit, because they tell me, hey, this is where we elk hunt. This is what they like, dude. That's worth other bit of fucking working with some guys, and they're super cool people too. So it's like I'm, I'm, you know, what I mean, you can kick back at the, you can lodge, you can just sit at tent, you can lodge. I could have went home too, but I kind of wanted to hang out with people and stuff because. I'm already out there. My wife was super cool about it. She was like, you're already out there just to enjoy your trip and all that. So, so you got your bear, but you don't like, how are you storing? Like, how are you getting it back? So, uh, we had, there was still snow on the ground in some spots, like in the shade and all that. We basically put our hides in a, uh, in a garbage bag and then buried them in the snow to keep them cool. So what did you take down there I took to bring your bear back? Cooler. This is where I go cooler. And, and when I went into town, I got dry ice. I put dry ice all the way around it. So did you think you had enough room, or do you think that you wish you would have had more room? Um, For my bear, I had enough, and I don't know what cooler I have. I have, like, a pretty decent one. Yeah. Topper's bear, he had a, he had a problem with his cooler. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was a big bear. 
uh, but that was big bear problems, not my problem. But yeah. uh, uh, the cooler, I, I, a little bit bigger, because like mine, like like you know what I mean. Like if you're looking at, you got two sides of the coolers, and then you got the front and back. Like I didn't couldn't get a lot of ice in between the front and back. Yeah, you know what I mean. So I was a little worried about there. You know what I mean. So I'll say, yeah, from my experience. That was my fear, thing. dude. I, I was scared. Though, like, sorry to cut you off. I, like, I, I was scared shitless because you hear people if it doesn't get stored right or whatever, or yeah. it'll start slipping. I was scared the whole time, and it could ha- still happen. We don't know yet. Yeah, so it was nerve wracking. The two times I've shot in Anawada State, trying to get it back. So like, I'll I'll use the Kansas one for example, right? So both those deer that Mike and I got in Kansas body wise were huge. Like I guess a little bit more than we expected. So we had coolers, Mike had coolers all set up, but we didn't have enough space. So we ended up having to, was it still on the bone? Sorry. Was it still on the bone or no? No, no, no. The, we said we took it to a processor and he cut everything up, but he also added like uh, beef fat to our burgers. So like it, it was just, so you just ran out of room and all that. And, just, and then you yeah. fucking, when you have antlers and all that. So yeah, then you, well, the antlers were easy because he had it all taken oh, care of. Oh, did he skull cap it? He had them all skull cap. Oh, so we were okay. able to so keep the antlers in the, in the truck, which was cool. But then you had a full hide. Yeah. And then you had all the, you know, I would say combined, Mike and I had to at least 100, 150 pounds of meat off of those two deer. Oh, shit. Because I would say my deer probably would have dressed out somewhere around 200, and his probably would have dressed out around 150 pounds. Like, that, we had a lot of meat. And uh, then you had hide. Well, what we ended up doing, thankfully, was we took a tote. I had my hunting tote. And so um, I we took in filled up the coolers as much as we could and then we filled up my hunting tote as much as we could we filled up two good sized coolers in my large hunting tote full of hides and meat um and then we put it on ice and the ice i mean it actually held like we didn't we didn't have dry ice which had normal ice and it held really well because we ended up stopping in tennessee staying the night in tennessee and then he drove everything back to north carolina and i flew back from tennessee and uh it was good like it, it, it but i would say if there's a solid recommendation for any sort of out-of-state hunt you need to prepare for how you're going to get the animal home whether it's flying at home or driving at home but if you I, I, think you have enough room i would add more yeah I, I like i threw away a lot of my i had food in that cooler i was like fuck this food <laughs> i was like fuck this food like i didn't have no room after i had the, you know what i mean so like, like yeah I, if i if i the the following year i went out with two coolers for that yeah. same intention you know i had food in one and all that and and then uh this year i just went out with one uh, you know what i mean i didn't want to be cocky <laughs> so i just went out there with one and i kind of wish i had two you know if i had a lot of meat too i wouldn't have had room for the meat yeah if i had a lot more meat than i should have you know what i mean like, yeah, like I gave just... away and stuff and they they don't eat the meat out there them guys in wyoming they don't like the meat out there so so well, you know, I guess well, you ate it. How was it? Yeah, it's gritty. It's just bear meat. I like I, like. Would I go? Hey, I want bear meat over deer meat. No. Okay. But no, yeah, I would say, like, if you're driving out, it's just so it's difficult because you have to make sure. It's not like you can just throw a whole bear or a whole deer in the bed of your truck and drive it back and deal with it when you get here. Mm, like you, you, there's a no. lot of laws. Like you get in a lot of trouble doing that. So you absolutely have to get it processed. So you have to have coolers to get it back. And that's a huge thing. The first time I went down, I guess I didn't realize. Like when I shot my deer in Ohio, 
we had space, but we didn't have... It's hard when you have like that many people. Like we got really lucky because the way that processor cut it up and then he had it frozen, but we didn't have anything like, I don't know why we didn't have anything to store it in. Um, so we didn't have enough room for everything and it made it, uh, it was a lesson learned. And Mike and I thought we had enough if we did get a deer, but we're getting two deer. I wouldn't say put it was a it was a good problem to have, but we were nervous we weren't gonna have enough. Food. So if we ever went out of town, you know, I would recommend, you know, I would say I would bring us coolers, but I would get one of them um one of them little racks that you put on your ball hitch. You know Yeah, to hold haul deer. Yeah, 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 yeah haul coolers. Yeah, 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 haul two extra coolers and then have one, I would say at least two people have three coolers or more, and I'm talking about decent ones. Yeah, because what we ended up doing was we just moved all of my hunting clothes out of my hunting tote and then just filled it up. And my hunting tote is large. Yeah. But the nerve-wracking thing there was it wasn't insulated, so is this going to yeah, keep, you no, know? No. But it, it worked out, thankfully. Um, but, yeah, you have to get creative when you have to bring an animal home. Yeah. It's a good problem to have, but it... Uh, Dude, it's I, something I think gets overlooked like, a little bit. Like I said, I was nervous. Like you had to like, and I would find out because there's like, because I, I, I thought you just dry ice it. And then some people's like, dude, don't dry ice it because it'll freeze and then turn to hide different colors if you do direct to skin or something. I didn't know that. Well, I would say as long as you're in a bag, you'd be fine. Yeah. Um, like we, so like I didn't know. Our deer, like the biggest thing is, is you don't want to get them wet, right? Oh, you don't yeah. want to. That's a huge thing. You know, so we just had ice. We didn't have like dry ice or anything like that so this ice is melting so we we ended up putting the hides in the insulated cooler and they were like i said we stayed in a hotel in tennessee overnight and they were still frozen when mike mike brought mine back and it was still frozen so like um when i took it to the processor or not the process the taxidermist it had just started thawing out a little bit did your did your processor freeze the hide for you or was it a little bit refrigerated or no? Um, I can't remember. I, it was everything was frozen. He mm. took everything right out. Like it was. I'll tell you right now. Like I know you guys bear hunting is a little bit different. The processor we had in we Kansas. Fuck it. We don't have. It. Yeah, the processor we used in Kansas was quite possibly the best processor I've ever had. Not only did he he cut up cows and things like that, so he was busy, but he he got us within two days because we had to leave two days after we right. shot our. He had everything completely legal, completely packaged up, I mean, perfectly. And uh, so all we had to do was throw it in a tote. Can you you cord. can't take bones, right? You, you can't take, take spinal cord spine and or um, so you can brain hide matter. But brain matter. You can't take brain matter or spinal cord. Yeah, so you can hide. Cord. You can take quarters over borders, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. As long as yeah. It's, it's quarted out, you'd be Yeah, fine. yeah. If you're in a pinch, but when you quarter it out, that takes up a lot of real estate. Yeah. When so when, when you just have them on the. Do bone. you feel like you overpacked for Wyoming? Um. As far as like clothes and gear and stuff like that. Man, it's so it's so crazy out there because like you don't know it's it's raining and then it's eighty degrees and then it's like well it's not it got up to like seventy. I don't think so, but I like a lot of things. I think you could minimize it a lot. I think. I think you could take a lot of things that I probably didn't need. Like I brought a jet boil, but that's because I like to like make like fast noodle meals and stuff. Like I didn't need a jet boil. And it's like, there's probably a lot of other things I didn't need. Like I brought like three pairs of boots. 
because you know who knows like going through the yeah we're driving horses through the river guess what your horse your horse fucking goes under and you go under your fucking horse a whole set of fucking a camo and all that you don't have boot dryers there to no no and then all my all my camo you know it's not gonna get warm enough to dry your shit out i mean so i mean yeah i think i overpacked a little bit but uh i'm i like to be well prepared dude like i bring like an e-tool i brought a bunch of medicine you never know elevation sickness diarrhea constipation all that stuff dude that shit is like you don't think about it until you're a fu- dude. You're fucking two hours from any fucking convenience store, dude. That yeah, so it's a lot different. Time now. Did fucking- your guides? I would imagine were pretty well set on a lot of that stuff. Dude, no, man, no, no. Them guys are fucking minimalist. Them thing. One guy didn't even have a knife. I was like, "What the fuck?" He's like, "Nah, man, I'm fucking <clears throat> cowboy." I'm like, "Holy shit, man! You guys are crazy, dude." They were swimming in the river, and it's off snowmelt, dude. The river couldn't even been over twenty degrees. <laughs> they're, they're fucking just swimming in there. Well, it's got to be above twenty because it wasn't frozen. Well, I, dude, it's all snow melt. It's 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 going. <laughs> yeah, so water freezes at thirty two degrees. So if it was, if it was twenty degrees, it would be frozen. <laughs> whatever, you know what I mean. It's all whatever. <laughs> I'm not saying it, it was definitely probably cold. It was cold. Yes. So, but yeah, I mean, I definitely recommend it. Are you gonna go again next year? Man, I don't know. So, what are you doing with your bear mount? Are you getting a rug? Are you getting a full no? Body I'm mount? I'm doing full body mount. The, but that bear is way too beautiful to be in a rug. Where are you gonna put a full body mount bear? It's not even that. You know, I, you can say it's put, not big. It's a 200 pound animal. Right, right there, dude. You're gonna move all that stuff? No, 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 no. Yeah, I got so much shit down here, don't you? Um, <laughs> it's gonna be a wall mount. Have I showed you it? No. Oh. So I'm gonna do a, like a wall mount, like a, a rock wall mount. Uh, so what trip? So if you're not doing Missouri, not Missouri. If you're not doing Wyoming, I guess. well, I I, I do want to do Wyoming again, but there's like other. Now I like cross that black bear off my, because I I'll have a Michigan tag in a couple years, uh, you know what I mean to do black bear again. So. I think in like two years I'll have another black bear. So if I want to do something else, I kind of want to do like a mountain lion hunt or something. So I think I want to save, you know, because I'm not. That's like something I want to do. It's like mount. Okay. You see. Yeah. So it's nothing like off the, like a crown, but um. So, I mean, there's other stuff I want to do, and then like I want to do a mountain lion hunt. And I think if I do a mountain lion hunt, and then the following year I should be drawing Iowa and. We'll have Kansas next year, too. So next year for Kansas, uh, Mike and I will have three points. Did you put a point in this year? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so, so we'll be drawing Iowa the final year. So I, we, you're going to be a year ahead of us. But I'm not going to draw. I mean, sorry, I'm, already, I'm thinking of that year. So I'm going to go with you guys. So I'm just... So you're just not... You're just going to not I'm buy a def- point. I'm gonna, no, I'm going to buy a point, but I'm going to defer it. So I'll, I'll go be going in it. So, okay. so you know what I mean? You know what I mean, right? Yes. So the, the following year, not next year, the following year from that, um, I'll have Iowa. So that would be a big trip too. And then after that, I'll have elk tags. So yes, I want to go bear hunting in, but I think I should, I should try to save my money. Like I said, I'm not a rich man and all that. And I rather, um, I rather do like a mountain lion hunt. I, I kind of at the point where I want to just cross species off my list. 
Like, so I would not, love to go back. I'll be honest. I'm not big on the species. Like, so I wouldn't mind doing an elk hunt one time. Um, I wouldn't mind doing a bear hunt, but my goal Dude, is, <sighs> is to shoot a, a Boone and Crockett whitetail. But I, I understand that. But in my eyes, I dude, it's just a venture, dude. Just like the mountain hunt, mountain lion hunt, man, dude. Dude, it's so fucking crazy how they fucking do that stuff. It's not like, what are you doing? I'm messing with this yeah, mic. Messing with the mic. So, but uh, I think it's a venture. That's why I'm not. I'm not looking. No, and I mean, I I definitely get that. So, like, for example, like my Kansas trip, the adventure, which was a drastically different adventure, was. A huge portion of that whole trip. Yeah. Um, I can imagine being up in the mountains and things like that, but like, I don't know what it is. Like, it's just, I don't, I I think maybe it's because maybe I've never encountered animals like that. Um, Dude, apex predators, bro. I, uh, for me, like, it's just, I'm huge whitetail guy. Yeah. So I guess I, that's my, like, when I venture with my trips, like, Mike wants me to go with him to Africa. No, um, he wants me to go on like an elk or a bear hunt and things like that with him. And I don't know, maybe I will. I would say more likely than not that I I will do it. But I just Mike, me and Mike said we're gonna go without you. That's fine. Um, but you're gonna <laughs> miss out. Like for me, if you gave me the option to go hunt a 170 inch whitetail or a Boone and Crockett elk or bear, I'm gonna choose the whitetail. Are you fucking joking me? No. You can find, oh my gosh. All right. My, yeah. Whatever, dude. It's cool. I mean, I don't I love know. a boon crack at Whitetail, to be honest. I mean, if maybe if I do, I think it's just. What about uh, like a, I'm going to butcher the names. I'm super excited to hear about it, though. The Canada place. Saskatchewan? That place. Like one of them Whitetails. Have you yeah. ever seen how big their bodies are? Yeah, no, I would hundred percent would go after so them. Why don't we just? Why don't you branch into that? I I don't. I would hundred okay. percent. It's just so the so I would say that part of the reason I don't know if I want to get into it, but like we're our we changed tactics this year is because of the fact of just the days we were gonna go right. But like if you you're more apt to want to like if I gave you the choice, come to. Missouri with us or go back to Wyoming to hunt another animal. You're going to choose Wyoming all day. Yeah, 100%. Irrelevant to the fact that it's like both are guided hunts. It's just you would rather hunt other animals for a different challenge, whereas I just love the challenge of shooting you, a large whitetail. Are you just scared of the... Are you, are you, it's like Mark Drury says. He loves elks, but he hates where the elk live. I don't know if I'm scared. I know for a fact that if I went to go hunt an elk in that terrain... I would, by day two, be like, this is fucking stupid because oh, I'm yeah. physically not in shape. Like, you have to be in shape to do this. Like, it, it's not like a – I mean, I. you don't have to be in shape to go shoot a woman. I mean, look at me. I'm like the peak specimen of a male Yeah, that's exactly, <laughs> exactly how I would describe Dude, it. Dude, I fucking did all right. It's just like rough. Like, you acclimate like two, three days, you're like, fuck, man. You're, but you're for good. a, a whitetail – I go, I find a tree, climb the tree, shoot the deer, get my fancy deer cart out, yeah. put the deer on it, and walk up. Like, we it's have not... horses, though. Well, yeah, but your horse didn't carry your bear out, did it? Yeah, it did. Your full-ass bear. Yeah, it's in a, a panyard. I have pictures of it. No, you, you, you quartered that bear out right there where you shot it. Yeah. Yeah. You don't do that with deer. You just pick the deer up and move on. Oh, uh, whatever. 
You're also not at 6,000 feet elevation. 6,000? Where are you starting at 6,000? That's just what you said earlier. Oh, I think you're right. So you get up to like nine. Yeah. I, I got so to I mean, nine, like, nine last year. It, that was fun. The same work that was at a couple hundred feet compared to a couple thousand feet is drastically different. Oh, yeah. So I would say that that doesn't that doesn't scare me. But I know that if I were to do a hunt like that, I would need to prepare a whole lot differently than what I do for a whitetail hunt. Well, I think you should start putting your points in at least for like some places, just in case you never know. I mean, it's only like 50 bucks to put some elk points. So when you maybe get to that mental bridge or whatever, or maybe you can you... hunt some places without putting a tech in for elk. Uh, yeah, but dude, Colorado sucks. It's so busy out there. You can go to Idaho. Yeah, I know. I'm just saying it should you should start looking into it. I mean, just maybe you shoot that Boone and Crockett this year. Well, I'm then, not, then you, so I'm not then, opposed to Then you cross hunts. that off. Because now, then you go, wow, I wish I would have had some points for whatever. Now, no, because I could start next year because I'm going to Kansas no matter what next year. Yeah, I know we are. Um, Mike, Mike's tried to get me to go. Um, Mike, hit me up. We'll go to fucking, we'll go elk hunting. I think he's doing a bear hunt. I know. He told me about that with his father-in-law, right? Yep. He's doing a bear hunt. In Maine, dude. There's some big-ass bears in Maine. So I'm sure, I, I'll i be shocked if in the next five years I don't venture off and do either an elk, a bear, something like that. I don't know if I'll go after mule deer, um, but. High country mule deer, is, that's, a, that's a whole different animal. That's a, yeah. So I'm sure I'll venture out. It's just right now I'm. I think pretty, we should just like go get some antelope tags and just take some guns and chase I'm some gonna antelope. I'm going to tell you right now, I'm never going to go antelope hunting. Why? Because I've tried antelope as far as the meat and I thought it was disgusting. Okay. So I'm not going to shoot something that I'm just going to end up throwing. I don't think so. I've heard the complete opposite on antelope and I liked it. Maybe you just had a bad antelope. Maybe. Where did you have, have it at? It was a guy he shot it out in Wyoming, but it's like, what is, like you a, know, I don't know how he how the it. landfill. It the amazing, like the the initial taste wasn't bad. The aftertaste was yeah. awful. Like hmm. the, the like I don't know. I've never quite tasted it. Like it was bad. Well, well, I think that basically there's probably more that I should answer, but I think that's mostly sums it all up. I would love to go back out there. But I'll I'll. I'll it would be my goal to go out there every year. So that's why I, I want to try the mountain lion hunt probably next. Maybe. I don't know. We'll see mm-hmm. where I'm at financially. We're just happy that you got one this year. I mean, it was pretty I was cool. So, I, was I was pretty excited because I, like, I didn't talk to you for, it felt like a, it felt like a week. It was just a couple of days. And then I just got a quick Snapchat. Like you didn't even send me a picture. You just sent me the Snapchat. Right. And then I was like, oh, like, can I say something? And you were like, no. Like wait a couple, you know, wait a minute, you know, until I, you can come back and right, and then uh, and then yeah, I just got the quick Snapchat. We talked for two seconds, and then you were back up in the mountains again. Yeah, yeah. So, so. yeah, <laughs> you got to keep a secret, man. Yeah, but keep no, it. I was I was excited that you got the bear. It was pretty cool, um, especially because last year you didn't really get to encounter one. So no, yeah, the, and you know maybe I definitely want to take that. I want to get one with my bow. I do. I do really want it. But this, this, right now, I'm just trying to, I'm, I'm just trying to take, uh, take things off my list. You know what I mean? Yeah, I would tell you if I were to do anything like that, it's gonna be with a gun. Yeah. 
Hey, man, it might be the yearly gun for me, man. Turkey with a gun. Are you going to go whitetail hunt with a gun? Oh, yeah, man. I, there we go. We're, we're trending in the right yeah. direction. Well, I shoot a big whitetail buck. Ooh, that'd be questionable. The answer is yes. No, I don't know. I think you should. But so. Well, any closing questions, arguments? Uh, not right now. I think we're good. I'm sure I'll have more questions later. But Yeah, that's all right. For another day. Yeah, I'd definitely recommend that hunt if you want a nice adventure. Like I said, it's not really, you know, I'll, I'll be full transparency. Like 10 people went out there. Half of them you're using bow only. None of them got a bear. And I think out of the 10 people, only three bears got killed. And I was one of them. And in, in that little group. And, and you know I mean like I said the weather's good so, but like dude it was like life changing experience so but again this is only the second year that they have had uh, yeah established base yeah I would say it's probably going to get better based on my limited experience of bears so we didn't go to the other camp we planned on going to a, the big gray camp but it still had three feet of snow on there when we were <laughs> up there so we couldn't go to that camp and that camp is way better for bears too it's way more established but well, what is the name of the outfitter uh Man, he goes by so much. It's like Double Diamond Outfitters, Little Gray's Outfitters. His name is Trey Heiner. If you look up Trey Heiner, he'll hook you up, dude. Okay. I, I post, I tag him all the time. Yeah, but uh, if you go to Working Class, any Working Class episode they talk about Wyoming, uh, Trey, Trey Heiner, dude, he's the guy. He's like fucking an awesome guy, you know? So it's definitely worth it. I would definitely recommend him any day. Um. Yeah, I mean, like I said, you can have, you can have, you can show up and try to like just go out, hunt, get back and just relax. Don't even have to worry about baits and all that. Or you can go out there, you know, cut trails and work hard and all that and just live like them. So, I mean, it's up to you. It's your hunt. So you can have, you can do whatever you want. You don't have to do what I was doing. I was just, I just enjoy that. All right. So, so well, until next time, I guess. Later. Yes. Yeah.